dramatic analysis of The Conversation, recorded September 11th, 2018, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we're going to analyze The Conversation by Francis Ford Coppola. I guess there's another movie more recently called The Conversation, but this is the 1974 spy thriller movie. Um, so, let's first off by identifying the four through lines. The overall story, what's it about? Spy movie? Um, that a young, uh, a young wife of an older financial titan wants to kill her husband off. And her French offer. Well, the, but this assumes we already know what the story is about. Right. Right. Um, so there's a mystery surrounding um, a conversation that a surveillance expert has been, you know, had obtained, and um, there's, there's just a mystery about. It. You know why the client is being kind of evasive about it, and and what it all actually means, and what's going to happen in that hotel room at that particular time. So it's just it's a mystery surrounding the conversation that's been recorded. And it, well, yeah, we'll see. I was going to say Christ is the conscience, but that's the main character. So, so, I'm just putting a, a conversation has been recorded that reveals a plot for murder. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't have to say everybody who's involved, but. Okay, main character. Who is the main character of this and why? How do we know? Oh, this is uh, Harry, Harry Call. Call. Yes. You said Harry? Harry Call. C A U L. And the second half of that question was? Why is he the main character? How do we know? Um, well, because we experience his crisis of conscience mm-hmm. in real time as he goes through. Okay. Goes through. Yeah. yeah. All right. And who is the influence character? What are the options that we have available to us? I'll throw out a couple of you, you know. It's, you know. Yeah. That, well, it seems like in terms of a having a personal impact. Well, this is about the influence character on the main character, not the antagonist or the protagonist. John Cazale. Who is what character? His protege, supposedly. His assistant. Oh yeah. Okay. There's. Oh, who oh, takes okay. a takes a personal interest in the lives of the characters. Okay. All um, right. The two women that are kind of in his life, there's the Terry Gar character, um, I don't remember her name, she's the only one in one scene, but then it hand, seems to hand off to the um, kind of the floozy character, because um, they keep, both of them are keep, you know, keep asking, well, you know, why don't you tell your secrets, or why don't you, you know, uh, yeah, show them. yourself to the ones you, you know, the ones you, you supposedly love. Terry Garth's character, I think, is Amy, and the other one is that, Meredith. Yeah, Meredith. it doesn't matter. Um, I'm even going to throw out the director's assistant, Harrison Ford, because 
he throw him out put or him, add him on. Add him on the list. What's his name? Martin Stafton. Stafton. Martin? Yes. Um, because he is the one who makes the tape feel threatening and that triggers emotions in here. I don't think isn't we hit it. A, isn't it the recording itself? Or uh, Cindy Williams? Like It's Cindy Williams. Yeah. He's the one, that's the one he identifies with. He has the dreams about. He has ultimately, you know, he's worried that she's going to be murdered and you know, he's that's why he's there taking the room next to it because he's worried about her. Oh, I mean, okay, you know, <laughs> he seems to be and he's that's the only one we seem to have him really be connected to, even though obviously this is one where she has absolutely no awareness of him as, a, as an influence character, but the one that challenges his ability to be objective about his business, his clients, which he's apparently has always been able to do, this one gets to him. He's listening to her all the time, her singing. Mm -hmm. And then the reason that Terry Gar character is important is because she sings the same song. Yeah. That's when he goes, you know, he goes, why, you know, why are you singing that? <laughs> Because you know, otherwise it was sort of like, okay, we're going to go through the mechanics of having sex or whatnot. But then when she sang that, it immediately reminded him of the Cindy Williams character. Do you know her name? Anne. Anne. Because that's where you see the emotion. Remember? The relationship is going to be the heart of the story. And the only time we ever see him... Apart from getting angry, like it, 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 we see with Stan, but he's he's afraid that Stan's gonna rip him off. Effectively, he's hurt a little bit that Stan is has uh, left him, but he's more concerned that he's gonna rip him off. And he has every reason to. I mean, you see in the scene when they bring everybody back to the apartment that uh, Stan's just like blabber 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 blabber, and he really doesn't want him talking about that particular event, mm -hmm. which is, for some reason, taken very personally. Well, I mean, we know why. This is what happened before. Right, but I mean, it's, right, there is his history, which we find out, which is why he's sensitive to that, and, you know, and it goes from just being a job to something that is, he's afraid Remember, he's not afraid of death. Afraid of murder. He's afraid of murder. Right. So and she represents a potential murder victim. So I thought of not just her, but the, the couple earlier, because they are very clearly in situation. They're the target. But I couldn't see that developing at all. Is it that the team... Well, I think... I think we're getting a little ahead of okay, ourselves. We don't, okay, we can come back. But think of her as what she is to him. Uh -huh. Initially, she's an object to be recorded. Right. And she's got personal <laughs> observations in there, you know, about what she feels about the, the, the drunk, 
or whatever, the homeless guy. Um, and she's clearly really nervous, and you know, say something to make me laugh, and she looks, you know, she looks like anything except like she's in the mood to uh, mm -hmm. to laugh. So she looks frightened, and those are the things that, and the singing. So all those things are the things that seem to slowly have a greater and greater impact on him. That pushes him further and further away from his normal behavior, including letting everybody, all of his competitors come into, into his inner sanctum. Oh, weird. Yeah. This is something he would never do. No. But he's thrown off his game because he's so worried about this job. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so you see him progressively behave in ways that he's not, he's never really behaved before. Mm -hmm. And now she, as a character, is more or less oblivious to him. She has, you know, she, but, but what she represents to him mm -hmm. is the thing that's having, you know, dredging up that past about what happened to the, to the person who he just blithely handed the tapes off of and that guy and his wife and his child were murdered because of it. Um, that's what she represents. That's, that's the thing that he's reacting to. Right. The more and more it seems like it's going to be a repeat, he starts reacting more like that. And the more he finds out, it sure looks a lot like it. So that's this is one of those instances where the, it looks it appears that the influence character has absolutely no awareness of their impact on the main character. But because they are who they are, they represent what they represent, it has that effect of challenging the main character's personal way of seeing the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, does that, that I I have many questions about this. Is I don't know if it's a good time. Yeah, let's get a little. Yeah. I think we'll get into it pretty quickly. But sure. Yeah. Well, we'll wait. Okay. So what would be so then? What would be the relationship between the two? If it is Anne, for what Anne represents as sort of the a potential victim. Well, I had watcher watch, but watcher and watch, watcher and watch. No, addictive obsession. It certainly does become an object of obsession. Not of a desire, but... No. Can you call him a protector at all, or is that too much? It's, it is too much, because he doesn't ever... He doesn't cross that line. You know, um, which is, I think is an important point for him to see. Yeah, right. he, he actively wants to leave. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very. Um, well, we can say watcher and observer, and yeah, watcher and watch. That's fine. I think it develops into something. It's again, it's more of an upset. Becomes an obsession, but it's not. It's a. It's an obsessive watching or obsessive, you know, watcher. 
And remember, the t title of the movie is The Conversation. Yeah. yeah. Which will be, I think, a clue when we start looking at what the overall story is and, and what the main character, you know, but when we start getting structurally, I think that'll be a touchstone. Okay, so um, let me skip Resolve for a moment. Or let's actually, let's, let's go right to Resolve. Um, Think character change or steadfast, and why? Um, I think it's change because he starts getting curious in his clients, and before it was a a declared rule. He says, I, "I just do the work. I don't ask questions," and he starts asking questions. And by the end, um, he is. That's what he's like. Kind of has a mental breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's steadfast. And I think he's steadfast because at the beginning, we established a shot that he wants his privacy and he feels that his privacy is violated. And at the end, he still wants his privacy and his privacy has been really violated. And he still has the same rules about how he wants his world to be. But I don't think that... Okay. I think he's changed from being disengaged to engagement. Now he's... I think it's illustrated by, clearly by the phone. Coppola spends 10 minutes on the telephone, but he always keeps hidden and doesn't want that attachment to the outside world, and then it's prominently displayed. Hmm. Well, that was that, that, that anti-surveillance thing. Hmm? Keeping the phone in the desk drawer is an anti-surveillance thing. But it's thing. out now. It's out now. Well, yeah, he brought it out, yes, because it was a phone But it's just because he doesn't want anyone engaging him in his life. But he still doesn't have friends and he's still playing the saxophone trapped in his apartment, which well, would imply he's, he's grown into, he's deepened, and I'm arguing against myself, he's deepened his steadfastness. Hmm. So I think the saxophone is more like him being a, a beer at the end, like he's, he's almost like um, using that so that he doesn't have to... That's fine. Um, he keeps answering the phone, like he wants the connection. I don't feel like the beginning he would have ever answered. Well, I think, okay. I, th I think it is, uh, there's a strong argument to be made either way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to suggest we not answer this. Cool. <laughs> um, like I have my own opinion about it, but I don't want to bring that up right now. Um, what about main character approach? Um, now that your mouth is full. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or if anybody else. Do you think approach or growth? Approach. approach. It's, just, it's just like in the beginning. He's a, he's a doer because he's doing all that surveillance activity. But that's his job. That's his job. So yeah, be careful. That's that's about his. You know, what does he do? How does he deal with things personally? There's one moment that struck me as a doer moment, but I don't know if it's... It's when he sees this trash on the ground, which disturbs him. He doesn't... He seems to not like disorder, so he picks it up and tosses it away. Um, but then I, I see things where he seems like a beard in his eyes. This is how about when he's in the apartment and doesn't want to talk about whatever he's... Lover wants to talk about it. And so then he gets up and then he does something in the kitchen that he's going to pay rent. You know, he's not, you know, actively telling 
telling her that he doesn't want to have the conversation with her. It's almost like he's trying to change his environment to solve the problem. But then when she says, I'm not going to wait for you anymore, I don't think he just absorbs it and goes out the door and doesn't continue the conversation or anything. So in the, very, in the middle of the movie, which might not be a great place to pick it, when he finds out he's been recorded on that the pen mic, mm-hmm. yeah, his reaction is entire. No, but yes, he does yeah. break the phone. His reaction is entirely emotional. He's angry. He is embarrassed, and and so that to me is a real beer moment. Yeah, but he also takes the action of, of breaking him out, kicking. Yeah, I mean. Well, I, Breaking the pe- breaking, breaking the pen as well. It's, yeah, it's just more of the it's more of a doer's reaction to it. But that's after. I mean, I know I know what you're saying, but he gets. I feel like he has this big. I'm sure, he's angry. And then he yeah, but then he has to solve the problem. Resolve it, right? It's there because it's emotional. It's going to be coming from the inside. Mm-hmm. But does he work it out internally, or does he work it out externally? So if you just give orders to underlings or to others, is that considered more of a beer or a newer type situation? Or it depends. Well, if you're talking about underlings, then you're basically talking about work as opposed to something Well, because he gets he get he gets he gets the wine in, in the opening shots and he gets the card and he calls downstairs and says, How is it you have my keys? And I'm going to now change where I'm going to send my mail and you aren't going to have a key for that. Right, that's a doer. That's doing okay. Yeah. That's it's also doer. very so he's he's clearly paranoid, and he keeps his apartment bare so that he has very little to um, worry about. Is just keeping your apartment bare in that way would that be a doer thing? Because you're creating an environment you're comfortable in. I think it was more. Uh, my guess is that's more reflection of the internal landscape. Where for him everything's very ordered and very, very everything has a place. Right. And clutter has no place. The trash thing stood out to me as far as that. Right, right. So his and his reaction was get rid of get rid of it. Change the environment. You notice how the way all of his machines are all lined up, they're all very ordered. Yeah, it's very much Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. When, he's, when he, you know, before he goes to Terry Gardner's apartment, he like waits. He like actually surveils the apartment for a few moments before he approaches. And to me, that that is a be that is a doer thing. Right. Right. You know, and he, it's kind of a passive doerness, I think. Well, yeah, he definitely is very passive. He's a soft doer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's that's what we're I think we're running into is he's not a he's not an active doer. Right. Yeah, he's not an active right. doer, but he's but he's. Yeah, you know, uh, what uh, he, he really, really is trying to get answers about, you know, what this girl's talking about, and he just keeps running, you know, and he just gets his hands on things, and runs mm-hmm. the tapes back and forth, and splices, and you know, and is constantly trying to tweak it to get the sound better and better, mm-hmm. clarify it. Yeah, I mean, his obsession with this tape is obviously solved through doing, so, which is why it's sort of appropriate for him. At the beginning and most of the movie for his job, mm-hmm. and his reaction at the end is so different when he sees the blood. You know, he do- does he do anything about it mm-hmm. now? And if you think about the end, and think of the relationship between the influence character and the 
and the main character that we've talked about, the Watcher and the Watched. That's that's the difference. He's the Watcher at the beginning. He is the Watched at the end. And he's come to an acceptance of it, not necessarily a a happy acceptance, but him just you know there is no there he cannot look dig enough to be happy to know that he's not being listened to. He knows that. That's why the that's why the surveillance since all the obvious is not in the obvious places. The phone is the most obvious place since they told us right in the middle of the movie how they could be surveilled through the phone. I didn't understand why he didn't unplug the phone. Right. <laughs> because yeah. that would pretty much end that as the, as a potential source of surveillance. Um, yeah. But by leaving it there, it also gave us an obvious understanding yeah. of what where it could have come from. Especially since it wasn't, you know. <coughs> It just seemed that, um, you know, the the as the story moved on, he seemed to become much more absorbing things as opposed to sort of doing things. Uh, Although he tears his house apart, that's fairly active. Right, but that's the, yes. that's the surveillance. Remember, it's all about the surveillance and the conversation, and uh-huh. that's sort of his job. Right. And so he does it from his job's point of view. He does everything he can. To, where would he put it? And he does, and, and he can't find it, but he knows it's there. So he just sort of like, right. you know, screw it, and takes solace in music. So then, is that suggesting that he's changed? I think he's. Is it, is it just as simple as he goes to Harrison Ford and? Instead of, all right, go ahead and give it to the boss. He like takes it from him and like I'm going to do something about it. And then at the end, when he sees the blood, he just goes and buries his head under the yeah. Is that like that right? Yeah, I mean, does he go? Does he move? Does he call the police? Does he do? Does he do anything? When he is he is in the position of the surveilled. No, mm-hmm. yeah. he does. He does. His environment. He. he changes. And of course, he really is someone who doesn't like chaos, and here he is playing his saxophone in total chaos. Yeah. You know, and it's the new reality for him. The new normal. Yeah, the new normal. Yes, no? Yeah. Where does he see the blood go bury his head? In the hotel. Like in the hotel, he goes on the balcony and he sees the blood balls. and then so he goes, ah! And he runs I couldn't figure out what that was. No, that's his imagination. Yeah, that's his hallucination. hallucination. Oh, okay. I thought it was. No, the only time, he, it, in fact, it looks like it was all my imagination until he <laughs> forces the flush toilet and the blood comes out. But I thought that was his imagination. No, that wasn't his imagination. So wait a second. But I don't think no, so. He walks he in, so he sees blood smeared on the wall. But so why? Like, what do we know? My, my interpretation was actually that he saw blood and totally repressed it, and then at the end, they show some more flashbacks of it and say he has to admit to himself that that blood was real. 
Yeah, yeah that's what I got away from. To go to her, her and he's bloody, and then that's why we put that smear on there. Because they were killing him. Like he went out, like the actor, like he's involved. Right, right, right. Goes out. Like no, he's, well, what he's done is he's going back in. Remember, he has a way this whole thing was playing out. Who was the victim? Mm-hmm. Who was the perpetrator? That right. he completely got wrong. Right. So right. by the end, what he was doing is replaying his, what really happened. But are they giving us his interpretation of it, or is it? Are they telling us? It's this pretty is much. Really it, it's it's his interpretation, which is also what really Probably. happened. Right. Okay. Because now he's informed about who died and who didn't, so he's re he's realizing, holy he's crap! It all. Right. So this, this is what went on. on. That's why I had him in as a beer for so, so long because he was so driven by his paranoia and his the way that he interpreted that thing was all his own hallucination. But I think that's the I, that's the I end. Think of that it. may be where the relationship is. Yeah, okay. Because I mean, I'm not sure if it's a psychology relationship through the line, but that yeah. would okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. It could be. Yes. So did Duval really put the red blood stain on the outside balcony window? Or was that just something he did? Um well, didn't he immediately go from there into the other room? Yeah, I think he goes in the balcony. Yeah, and he, and he runs in and he closes the curtains. And then he collapses under his bed. Right. Oh, okay. So, yeah, then he did see I it. I think he does see yeah, it. Yeah, he does see it. But he also does see the blood come mm-hmm. out of the toilet. Right. Yeah, which is what tells him it wasn't his imagination. Right. Yeah. See, because he does, he, he does, it's just the thing is that he sees the blood that there really was yeah. a murder. Yes. And then sticks his head in the sand. He doesn't do anything about it. Right. And then, then makes himself do something about it. Right. And it looks like, oh my god, it's all in my head. Right. And then it's not. Right. <laughs> then the hotel would do something about it. No, it? no, 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 no. No, they, basically they had a cleaner come in. Before. Before he went in to look at it. Right, yes. and then when he floods the place with blood, the, the hotel staff is getting you know, it in there and going, oh right. my god. Probably, yes. But yeah. that doesn't happen. Right. And we, don't think, we don't know what happens. Yeah, the thing is, we don't, at that point, we don't, first of all, we right. don't know if it happens, and two, he's become an unreliable narrator at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It appears that that was probably truly happening, because he runs out of the room, and it's still bubbling blood. Right. Which means that we're seeing it, not him. Mm-hmm. Okay. What we don't understand, I mean, there's a lot in the story where between the point where the death occurs and then we hear about it that there's been a car accident mm-hmm. and then, you know, he tries to contact them and then he sees Sidney Williams' character, Anne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so... There's a lot of we, there, we, there, a lot of unknown how how accordion the, the time is why, you know wide or narrow We're, yeah. we really don't know because it's just the story beats we see there's really no sense of how much time has progressed right yeah. okay. and she's you know remember she's also the one who said you know he says well maybe this the, they should have a conversation she says he says maybe the Sunday shows no. Definitely. Definitely. Sunday, definitely. Right. So, you know, she's, this is happening, 
we're all, we're, we're all in on it. And, uh, good. And so, you know, clearly it does appear that the uh, end of the tape, the husband never heard. <laughs> right, well, because he never, that's very clear, because the tapes he makes before he fiddles and hears that. Right. Right? Well, they get everything. Remember, they steal everything. No, but, but he could hear that, and he was supposed to hear that. He's supposed to be in that room. Right. That's and the plot. No, no. But the thing is, even if he hears all of it, they don't say what they're doing. No, they just right. say, you know, he thinks he's a rendezvous. We don't know what he says. Right. No, what I'm saying is, the first when he turns in the tapes for the first time, Harrison very first Ford, time, right? It says the hotel on Sunday, and the no, it doesn't. It That's does. when he goes back and re-edits it. No, the re-edit is just when he hears no, the. No, if you look, I, I went back and. Gonna, no, I think he's right. I think he's right. I think the re-edit is they're going to kill. They're going to kill. That's the they kill me. Kill us. He kill us. He kill us. No, but so is the Jack Tar. But it doesn't matter because he doesn't when he hands it in. He doesn't. The first time, it never. It's never listened to. I know, but when no. they steal the tapes, those they steal that's... everything. They steal the originals as well as the finished copy. Right. That's true. They have everything except the photographs. Right. Or a way to play the real, the real. As far as I know. No, they were playing it. They were playing the yeah, tapes. Yeah, we were. No, they were playing the tapes, not the real, the real. That they has. were all, all real. No one thing. The guy that she was talking to in the square? Who was that guy? Uh, Frederick Forrest? Yeah, it's, that's her boyfriend, right? But he works at the company. And it, yeah, he works at the company. Oh, okay. I, his, I always thought it was her co-spirit. Yeah, regardless of the time, I thought they were saying... Well, so is, so is the, uh, the assistant. Harrison Ford? Harrison right. Ford. I guess. Oh, no. no he, he, is. Is, he is by the yeah. end, but we yeah. don't... We, yeah. Well, that's why he he wants to get the tapes played. Ta- right, he doesn't want. But then I don't understand why he's there playing them for him. That didn't make sense. Because he's trying to get them. To, he's trying to get the director Duvall to confront he's, his wife yeah, at the hotel. Right. hotel. So they're to all there. Exactly. So we can right get at the time killed. and place. So they're all set up to to kill him. Kill him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's part of the setup, right. which is why they wanted to make sure the conversation was captured. Right. And they got the tapes, and then they the then heard the tapes, right. which is why I'm pretty convinced it doesn't even matter. Yes, no, I know, but it, 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 in the movie, it's not there, at least in the rental that I have. So. Yeah. It was on Amazon Prime. If you had Amazon Prime, it was free. Mm-hmm. Although so all, all they had to do, was although make, it was really, all low. they had to do was just make it make a tape themselves of them talking, and then. Get the director there. Unless the director is the one who set it up. Remember, he was the one who ordered it, and he's the one who said, "Only give give the tapes directly to me." Right. So, but the assistant knew about it, so he could set up the conversation. That sure, but he could have done the same thing without Harry. But the, but, the, the but the thing is, is that Harry had been hired by the the president or whoever, the husband, to surveil his wife. That's happened before we the movie started. No, I understand. But even even still, Harrison Ford's going to take the tapes preemptively, right? Oh, and right. then play them for 
played him for the director. Right. Well, so we should have come to make a fake sure. tape, and he now said you had to. It's a lot more. Hey, it's a lot more convincing. It's the real thing. He's got the real thing. He already paid the other his competitor to arrange to steal it. Yeah. So, okay. So, and clearly, doesn't matter which one of them you <laughs> pick, they're steadfast. But, but most specifically, and especially when you think of her in the the dream sequence, mm-hmm. you know, he's changed. You see how he starts off in his conversation, and and then gets more and more desperate mm-hmm. as she sort of continues to walk into the the. Uh, fog and then disappear. So he's definitely getting more anxious. And she's pretty step steadfast as in I'm not like not listening. At, you know. Yeah. Okay. So that would also, if we have him as a doer, then he would become a beer, and that would explain the transition that we've just been talking about. And problem solving style. And how do you know it's linear? <laughs> just go with the just go with the what's in the story. It's pretty straightforward. Here's someone who follows the clues that are set up for him in the conversation itself, mm-hmm. which implies a certain cause and effect. Yeah. Which in fact, in, because information is missing, he makes the wrong. But that's not his personal problem. It's not a personal problem. That's the way he solves things. He's listening to the conversation. He interprets the conversation in a particular so way. So it comes problem-solving style. It doesn't matter if it's the problem. It's what he's solving in the OS line. No, it's how how the main character solves personal problems. It's how he how he think how he thinks. It's how he thinks. Okay. You know, it's like how do I how does that character solve problems? In the context of this story and this story only, this right. you know, because it could be different in a different story. Right. Well, I think another example would be when he's talking to Meredith, and it's like, hey, if I am this kind of a guy, would you then come back to me? He needs to sort of right know this very clear uh, I see. Yeah. thing. He lays out sort of cause more. effect, cause oh. effect. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's a good example as well. How about story driver, action or decision? Action. And and I think it's action because uh, well they start off doing the taping, but I really no, think that's not a no. We're not talking I, about what goes on. If these are the things, right. these are the transition points. So uh, the, the the transition point that makes the the first important part is where he takes back the tape from uh, um, Martin Stepp, the, the director's assistant. So what is the action that forces him to take that tape back? If you're uh, saying well, that, that well, event, the director's Right, so the, no, so the Martin Stepp takes the tape. But the actions happen, decisions are made. Right. So what action happened? See, this is a, it's an overall story, big picture, not a main character thing. Right. So, for instance, so Martin this Stett this took the tapes. He said what? Martin Stepp took the tapes. That was an action. Okay, but he's there to deliver the tapes. To the director. Right. And he didn't get them to the director. 
Martin Steck took them instead and said the director's not here. Okay. So that's an action. Alright. Um, I, I, I think that event... Said, then, then Martin Steck says, those tapes are dangerous. You know it. But I think that, I think that him deciding not to give the tapes is a stronger takeaway from that, that particular interaction than an action. Remember, he's like deciding whether or not I'm going to give the tapes. Well, he decides not to. He decides not to, but but that is the... But I mean, he goes there with the full intent to give it. So him giving it is a continuation of the flow of the story. But then when he takes it back, he decides, I don't want to give it to you. That's a change. That's a radical change of direction at that point. In the story but it's not because he already had that decision made. That was the deal that was cut. I am not giving it to anyone but the director, and that's how the story was set up. But the story doesn't flow in a straight line. Well, okay. But they do. They do exchange the money in the thing that he gives. It's like a return, right? Here's yeah, the money. Take the take it back. Yeah. So there's a deliberation occurring there, right? Like he's. Okay, well, let's look at, let's okay. look, okay, that's one instance. What's another one? Well, he's, he's recorded by the guy, so he kicks everyone out of the apartment. It feels like an action that leads to another action. Well, <laughs> stealing of the tape, the stealing of the tapes is one of the biggest right. um, trends. I mean, this, he wakes up and they're all gone. Right, yeah. that's, that, is a, that is a definite action. I mean, yeah. that one, there's no question. Right. And um, so the last thing is the phone call, where it's like, this, we're watching you now, feels like an action, too. Yeah. Well, the playing of the playing of him, playing him's music that was just recorded is the is action. It, yeah. Because yeah. that says, saying it is one thing, or showing, I totally missed that. Oh yeah, no, it goes, yeah. And then it plays the music plays that was playing play right, right before the phone call rang. That's why it turns out I didn't like the movie. Yeah. Well, hinged on that. And the name of the song is Sophisticated Burning Device. I mean, it's so oh my God, obvious. I thought he, I literally at that point thought he was just believed because he was so paranoid. No, I, and I, I thought that was entirely internal. No, no, they, they prove it. Yeah. They use Bernie's device that you call, you press star or whatever. No, 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 no. They actually call him. He talks to him. He says, we have, we'll have, we have, don't do anything. We have you under surveillance. Then you hear, rewind. But then they play him. call prior to that. The phone call prior to that. It rings prior to that. And it's the device that, the same device that the guy was demoing. Oh, right. Bernie's device doesn't ring. Right. That's yeah. No, you press the button, then you complete the call, but it doesn't ring. When you complete the call, no, it doesn't. That's otherwise, that's otherwise they'd know you were there was something there. No, that was the whole point of his is that by you putting in that tone, you complete the call, it won't ring, and it essentially becomes a recording device. I mean, he was really explicit about that. Hmm. No, but they call, and then they call back. And they've recorded in the interim between the first call and the second call. They have, you know, they have him on recording so that they can play it back to him. It's too bad caller ID had been that by that point. It might have been, but they, but they explicitly the said it yeah. won't ring. That's why you can. Yeah. Yeah, but they spent they we spent you know 
set it up so prominently that you just figured that, you know. Right, that's why I couldn't figure out why you didn't, uh, didn't yeah. detach the phone. That's right. right. That was, that was the, I mean, if that was what it was supposed to be, it, then they kind of set it up wrong. Right. It's somewhat confusing. Um, anyway, uh, and, and any other, so in this case, then you would interpret the, him grabbing the tapes as being the, the action in that scene. Right. Which forces him to decide, I don't want to do it now. Certainly, the the murder itself is an action. Well, and and, and, and also just yeah, recording. Yeah, when did that happen? I mean, recording the isn't just recording the conversation an action too? No, because that's the entire that's an entire also an entire act. <clears throat> but the when Martin Stett says those tapes are dangerous, that causes him to then do the re-edit, and that's when he tells Stan, "You were sloppy," and that's when we find out. The Jack Tar Hotel. That's when we find out that he that that uh, Mark, the paramour, says he'd kill us if he had a chance. Right. And everything is then beginning to set up. That would that otherwise, if those tapes had gone forward, they wouldn't have the Jack Tar Hotel. They in, in the way that I saw the movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, what, what so he, that was a dramatic change because Stan had been sloppy the first time around. What's the inciting incident? The inciting incident is the recording of the conversation itself. Don't you think? So then what kind of set? I mean, in terms of how the story is sequenced, then, you know, uh, um, you know, not counting the backstory of the client hiring the guy, but um, even though it was what was intended to be happened, but it, 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 it happened, you know, he successfully recorded this conversation using his various techniques. Well, then that, if, if that was the case, then I'd say the, the inciting event is when they get spotted. Because mm -hmm. that's the end of the recording. So now it's the whole setup is that they're just recording, and then when she says, is that guy, guy you know, because that really very much when, or she says, the recording is all sort of one thing, but then it stops with the, them spotting the guy. Can I ask a question about this? So, just going back into the mystery, they know they're going to get recorded. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Right, the whole point is, so isn't it's all fake. the first driver that no. Harry gets hired? No. No, you can't, you can't, cannot do it that way. Um, because that's not, we don't see any of that. And there's no need to. No, there's no need to. That's back. That's essentially backstory. That's set up for once the recording is done, which is when they get noticed. Wow. That's the action. That that transitions from okay, no longer recording. Everything now is we've got to pull it together, create the product for the the customer, and then hand it off. Oh, we don't hand it off. That's end of act one or whatever. You know, and then you've got the, um, is it, it's like, let's go back to Harry's thing, you know, the, either the racing the car or something like that, where they end up going back to Harry's. That's, 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 that's sort of a, my guess is it's going to be a slide middle transition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not a real definite one. Um, and then the stealing of the tapes. And then ultimately you've got the... Well, because the director's not here is a real jarring 
he thinks it's all super smooth until right. the director's not there, so that'd be a good bump. Yeah, that's a bump. Yeah. And that's where he goes back in to focus on what's really going on with this tape. Right. Alright. So, are we all good with action? Yep. Alright. Story limit, time lock or option lock, which is it and why? I think, and I came to this realization late, so I'm probably wrong, um, that it's time lock. And it's a time lock because they, they have played their cards, and we hear close to the beginning, Jack Tar Hotel at 3 o'clock, we hear it sometimes throughout the end, and at the end, it's a Jack Tar Hotel at 3 o'clock, either he dies or he doesn't die, because if he doesn't die, it's a divorce. The story is still going on after that. No, not. Well, other than they check the story, the main character is. Well, yeah, yeah, the main character is, but not the not the overall story. That's it. No, they have to get away with the murder still. They didn't really like emphasize the time. It's not they. No, I don't. They 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 emphasize the time. They plan to bug in his apartment after he shows up to watch the the press junket display when the Cindy Williams character yeah. gets the company. Yeah. And after that he gets a surveillance device in his house. Yeah. Because he's there and Harrison Ford sees him. So if that's so if that's the end of the story, what do you say is the start to the the, the, the goal? Was to get away with the murder. As opposed to the murder. Yeah. Okay. I've been wrong about everything so far, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> <laughs> so we can, you can discount my judge accordingly. But uh, well, the next question would be then about what are the options? If you guys see options. Well, can we set up the murder? Can we get in there? No, no, those are. The, I mean, there's the only one setup that we ever see. It's it's not can we do it. It's what are the options that we see that are available, or what are the stages that they go through um, uh, to, to, get to, 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 to get to the end. Well, certainly the last one I'm saying is wrapping up the loose end of Harry Call. Yes. That's the last option. Um, oh, yeah, by by basically messing with his brain. No, no, by putting a, a device in his brain. Well, right, right. In order to, so it had that psychological effect of, of scaring the shit out of him, you know, and, and so that he does not um, try anything right. to unravel their scheme. Right. All right. Um, let's skip this fun for the time being. Yeah. I think Star Wars is either way. That's a good reason to skip it. Yeah. Um, so let's go with story judgment, good or bad. It's an easy one. Because <laughs> he's alone in his chaos. The end. A lot of angst. And angsty. Yep. Great. You're on the inside. Throw a, a, a slow ball on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, sorry, outcome, success or failure. And the question is, what is the goal? Who is the protagonist? <laughs> Uh, that's the problem with a mystery. 
And the question is, we're, we're yeah. we changed <laughs> we changed the figuring out what the conversation is really about. Right? From the main character that that messes But he's also no. he doesn't want to know. Objectively, he thinks he's. I I, th- I think that the, the protagonist and like the drone the force the initiative the initiative force is Mark the paramour and Anne the wife and it's a success the guy's dead and they got away they got the they got away and she got the company or is it? yeah or are they both did? Well, she got mm-hmm. um, well they do it was a group effort but I think she becomes the yeah, yeah, she That's, she she gets everything, but you suspect that it's been yeah, yeah. So be promotions. Um, well, as a mm. I like that. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I think it's. Plus, I love the movie, so it's got to be. Yeah, I know you like better straight out <laughs> Particularly <laughs> success bad. That's your aging out of it. There's nothing feels bittersweet about this <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. That's the problem. Well, I, I told when, the, when the bad guys win, you generally think that that is a failure. But he does his job well, and that leads to his own paranoia. Bittersweet. How does he do his job? Well? And gets the recording that causes the murder. Yeah, it's hard, to, but it, it is kind of hard to put him as, as the antagonist because he's just a pawn, and, and there's no point in having a story. I've already explained you that I'm wrong about everything. Pardon? He doesn't have to be the antagonist if she is the protagonist. What's the heck? No, right, no. No, no, she's the protagonist, her husband is the antagonist. That's what I thought, her husband and, was the antagonist. And again, Teen Hackman is just, it's just a pawn in someone else's game. And that's why, you know... I don't know if he's a helper or a hinderer, but he's, you know. Um, well, okay. Is she the protagonist, or is the father the is the husband the protagonist? Who hired him? He the husband. The husband. Right. I think it's. I think he was the one who wanted to try to figure out what was going on. No, no. I think he was set up to do that. The reason he was set up to do that it was set up by Martin Stett. And that's why you have the the line when they're listening. That to may be fine, but yes. I think he felt that he was the. I think he thinks he was the driver, and he got played, and it's a failure. I mean, I think yeah, it's a failure yeah. story. Please, really? I think so. There is nothing no. happy about the ending no. in this movie. No. There, if someone <laughs> succeeds, yeah, the bad guy gets get away. Yeah. But the one who was driving it, the one who signed, who hired the the. Uh, Sound recorder, the best guy in the industry, he lost. He lost. Well, well, yeah, but hold it, hold it. What did he hire him to do? What to was his goal? This, to basically, and, and so the goal was achieved. The, no, success. no, 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 no. He, he suspected something of his daughter. No, he not his daughter. His wife. His, do- his, his wife. Sorry. He suspected she's something. She's my daughter. Of she's my wife. Yeah. She's my daughter. Sorry. He suspected his wife. Right. Duval was no good. Duval was younger than he was bald. Um, and so he hired someone to record her and then to see if she was up to no good. And with the idea that he would then confront her and you know win whatever. Well, he was clearly, he was played and the best guy in the industry was played by 
everybody else in that in that movie practically. No, actually everybody. Barring Terry Gar. Terry Gar right, and that's because he he was really not he wasn't delivering anything. Terry Gar wasn't paying. She left him. Right. Yeah. So I mean he he's basically a loser and the dad who was the instigator of it of recording the conversation. Not everything before. The husband. The husband. I keep on saying dad. Sorry, the husband. Yeah. Um, the chairman. He's the one who uh, is the one who set this up to happen, and unfortunately, unbeknownst to him, there's a coup. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a yeah coup. A coup planned, and he he lost. I'm with you. I'm having trouble figuring out the actual definable goals. Yeah. So then is he like the proxy for the husband? I mean, they, they, if your grandma's not around? What? Is he the proxy for the husband as the yes. as he's going through trying yes. to... Yes. He becomes... Can you just say what the concern is? They're trying to understand. He does yeah. seem to be yeah. the proxy yeah. for the yeah. yeah. I, I know. That, I know. That's what I think. They don't understand what's happening until it's too late. Right, but the question is, is that yeah, a main yeah, character thing, or is that a wrong story thing? That's all. Well, the husband doesn't understand what's happening, because he goes and shows up to confront them, and right. gets killed. So, I think there's no... They don't come well, to that. and it's all about misunderstanding the conversation. Right, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. In which, in which case, if it's trying to understand what the conversation is about, they, it is a terrible failure. Yeah, it happens much too late. Oh, uh, I was trying to think like they're trying to create this misunderstanding that. Right, but that's right, and I think that's why. if if, if you but that's look at it that way, we don't see the story that way. Okay. The, and the author doesn't look like he's putting, arranging us, yeah. in relationship to the story that way. It looks like we're supposed to be the good guys. Yeah. And we're aligned with our main character. Kind of the kind of a typical hero. I mean, the affectation isn't, but the sort of protagonist main character kind of thing is. That all makes more sense. And that's why it comes out. Remember, it's just a logistical issue with success and failure. And the, whereas the the flip side of that is, is that you know the judgment is really strong because the original protagonist, the, the you know where he the, the husband, he sort of just goes and you know he's out, he's dead, he, he lost. Never understanding exactly what was going on until it's too late. Um, so I think it will play better story form wise as a failure bad story. Because you walk out, you watch that, and it's not like, oh well, at least someone got <laughs> good out of it. No. No. <laughs> None of the people that I wanted to come out. I mean, you. And the, the fun thing is, is that for the longest time, you think it's going to be the story you're talking about, where she's going to succeed and she's not going to get killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out that that's the roles are flipped. But that's he. The thing is, the role gets flipped super early too, because he goes to the hotel, and at that point, you know, 
something bad has happened. Right? So it's not even like you can hold on to that idea that it's going to be a success for very long. No. It's right. like, you're like, oh, she's gonna, right. he's going to go to the hotel and stop it, and he's already late at that point. It's right, and that's why it feels like it's failure, and then you realize, oh, it's flipped, but it's still so a failure. It's still a failure. Yeah. At least you think that, okay, he's going to go investigate what happened, and he's going to get justice. And, and then he finds that it's like, you know, I, got, I got screwed, he too. Them. Yeah. I'm responsible for it just like I did before. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's also no longer the best surveiller in the business. And I and I would take issue with what you one of the things you had said. I think he'd been surveilled from before the movie started. <laughs> Harry Call had been surveilled. Yeah, Bernie. Yeah. By by his his stand. Oh, by stand. Yeah. Was already probably in cahoots with Bernie. Yeah. Which is why when suddenly he's over at Bernie's like, this came out of where? Well, yeah. You know, and they just, and they said, well, we always, you know, we always, we always surveil who we, who were hiring before, you know, we need to know who we are hiring, which meant that they'd already done all the surveillance before him, before they even hired him. Not necessarily bugged him, but I suspect that they may have bugged him, uh-huh. but if they hadn't, then they, obviously by the end he was certainly fully bugged. Well, you know what's funny is that the, the wine bottle inside the apartment is a huge clue to he's not nearly as secure as he thinks he is. Right. Right? He thinks. Oh, right, from the beginning. And, yeah, that, right. and that there's a way to get into the apartment right up front that he's not aware of. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you sort of willingly allow your competitors into your own, you know, proprietary workspace. Well, again, I think that's because he was off his game. He got too close. Because you know that. Because you know that if he had, if he had just turned it over and taken the money, and that was the end of that, as far as and it was just a job, he wouldn't. It, it wouldn't have happened. Mm. You know, if Anne was not that influence character. I'd have to see that again. And Karen Gar not just dumped I think that influenced him also. A little bit. I don't think remember he didn't sleep with the other woman. He was no, he was asleep fully clothed when she undresses right, and yeah, gets in the same bed. He passes out. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like yeah. and the one when he starts cozying after her, you know, then it's just an excuse for her to slip a, a a recording device on him. Remember who she came with. Right, no, but you know, for you, the like actual... In the car, where she's like, all oh, The recording I'm device that, we, that that it's attributed to is actually the pen that Bernie put on him in the... Uh, when he said, here, have these pens, and he gave them to a couple of guys. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But, yes. But I think there was additional recordings slipped in and all over that place. Yeah. Okay, so uh, domain-wise, then we're kind of looking at the. We were talking about. Um, oh, sort of Chinatown. No, no actually, not really. <laughs> the, the, the flip, because it would be it's the 70s. Huh? It's the 70s quad. Right, but it's yeah, not, but, it, we're, but past would be Harry, not. So yes. It's, yes. The, it's the flip. So Harry would be in situation. 
and overall story would be in activity, relationship is in psychology, manipulation, and influence character and fixed attitude, um, or fixation. And again, you can think of her being a fixation that has this influence, this fixation that has this influence on him. Not that she has a, a fixation, she is the fixation. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's um, try turning on our flickering movie <laughs> screen. And excellent. Bring this up today so we can make character change. Approach, reset this doer. Male prop solving style, which is linear. Action. Failure. Yes. Bad. Now we were talking about the overall story being of understanding and Harry having a concern of the past, mm-hmm. which is yeah. you know really clearly established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you look at our understanding, you see senses of interpretation. Like okay, yeah. right. Well, that's the one that. I remember when I was watching it, I thought, okay, I didn't think that's where the domains were going to end up, but I knew that's where I thought it should be. Right, because it just is sort of like... It's so... That's about that. Right. So we have, in terms of our um, choices for theme, for the overall story, we've got instinct versus... Conditioning, senses, and interpretation. Um, move that back a bit so we can see. All right. Any thoughts as to wh- maybe which pair are better? Um, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to choose anything. Well, interpretation. Interpretation seems to be the biggest. And of course, we have chaos and order under there, and I was not trying to pick that. I was just using those as for him, it's certainly right. And he's a change character, so it would be shared if it was the problem and solution. Uh, Order being the problem, or or, uh, order and chaos being the solution. Right? Focus. Oh, focus and direction? No, that wouldn't be the main character then. So if it was the, if it was the main character, well, we have equity and equity. Right. I think you definitely seem to, that that's, that quad seems to be pretty, feel pretty good. What do you guys think? Yeah, For the overall story? Well, so, I, I'm just, I am trying to kind of... Um, well, you have actuality and perception is another. I mean, get that order of chaos, obviously. That that seems a very main character kind of thing. But, um, but this is overall story. Overall story. Right. And, but equity and inequity. Um, I mean, if if you look at okay, look at the conflict between Duval and Cindy Williams. Okay, I guess that's where your protagonist antagonist mm-hmm. relationship is. 
and um, uh, I guess you could argue that you know the director, the husband, is is trying to well trying to address the inequity. Yeah, it's really hard to say because we just don't see much of him. We see How him does order the problem in the overall story. Having essentially creating a sense of how things are, your ordered reality, which is not true. In other words, it's a false order. So we have, so it's like almost like order as an organized. So here, if you see, oh, here's this conversation that appears to be structured to mean a certain way. Yeah. See, that sounds like perception to me. I think yeah. I, okay. I like perception because the perception is what do I think I'm hearing? I'm right. actually am hearing this other this other thing is what actually was said. Mm. And aware self aware is well, the I, sense of who's who's being observed am I who's yeah. being observed yeah, and who's not being observed. Okay. That's good. Okay. So it's like the watch in the sense of the watch watcher thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Both, both and did I see the blood? Yeah. And from a senses point of view, you're, there's constantly trying to clarify the sound. The sound, right. right. So that it's understandable. Yeah. As well, opposed, I mean, you get both, the sound senses and interpretation, but it's the dynamic, you know. There's also like that, well, maybe John, but the, the two girls who come up to the mirror windows in the van at the beginning is all about they can see themselves, he can see them, they can't see him. You know, Being what? Seen. Senses. Oh, senses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Of course, keeping in mind that it, you know uh, this is a tragedy. You know, this is a tragedy. This is a failure story. So we don't, we do not get to the, you know, s- the you solution. Know, solution. Solution. Right. Um. Uh. That's why I'm. I'm but if there was a solution, how where where would self-aware? I'm still trying to kind of figure out. I, I get aware. aware. If he had known he was a pawn. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the problem is that he becomes very self-aware. He's he's completely un, not self-aware at all. And by the end, right. he's, he's, he's very he's very yeah, self-aware. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. very self-aware, and that's just he makes evolves. him like everybody else, and and flawed and. Wait a second, so are you saying aware is the problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I was getting into perception the problem? Well, it could be the symptoms. Well, we're talking about, I'm not making a claim. I'm oh! We're just talking about the quads right now, not necessarily, not essentially the problem. Oh, okay. Well, if we look yeah. at the main character. The perception is off. <laughs> um, his, his... Go ahead. So he becomes aware of that's the nature No, I was going to say his issue is predictions. He's totally freaked out at the same time. Right. I, and I think right. I think actuality and perception are the problem solution. Yeah. 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 Perception yeah. being the problem and actuality being yeah, the solution. Yeah. Right. You've known what they. And that's why at said. the end of the story, as a failure story, it still remains in perception. And they got away with it because the actuality was never revealed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the, I mean, for, for prediction definitely works better in the main character issue than destiny. Destiny. Oh, for sure. 
Tell me some secrets. So his so inertia is he tries. Well, and also to, right, the, he tries to get Stan back as the inertia, right? Like no, Stan, you were with yes. me before. Right. Come back. Yeah. He's trying to put the genies back in the bottle, and it's not working. Okay. Right. You know, and then of course, the past gets brought up, and that just makes it even right. less you know, likely. Like, could you be with a guy that doesn't tell you anything? Because that's me. <laughs> So, further to the, my question, in, in a, a tragedy story with a change character, um, he, he, he switches to solution and that makes things worse for him, that's why he ends up bad, um, but he switches to solution and how does that help impact or does it help impact in making the OS story a failure? No, that's a separate through line. Separate through line. Where he's connected is at interdiction. So his unique ability is that he can actually, there's this coup going on, and he is the only one that's able to bring the, sort of the truth to the, the guy who hired him, his, the, the, the husband, the director. But it's undermined by... The evidence, because the evidence gets stolen. First of all, he doesn't give the evidence that the evidence is stolen, and then it's used in a way that's sort of misleading and, and ends up actually being used to get the guy exactly where they want him. And that same thinking would then apply if the OS story had been a success. You, he doesn't cause a success, or he doesn't have to cause a success. It's just there's a common approach. Well, assuming that those, none of those would be the same. And well, assuming yeah, no. that, well, no. I, I understand that. Well, but you can't. They're all interconnected, so okay. they won't all necessarily be the same choices. Right. If you were to right. pick, uh, if you were to change failure to success, the unique ability and political quality. Well, yeah, those right. are both changed. I understand. I'm talking about the problem quad. Oh, oh, you did. You forgot that. Okay, so, so as to the problem quad, that use of the switching by the main character from problem to solution does not have to necessarily affect the success in a success story where there's an MC change. Now are you, Wait, no, you're making... In a, in a failure story, he has the solution. Yeah, it's... He, what, the way it changes, the difference in a, the story form will be is whether or not... I mean, for instance, if he's a change or steadfast character affects which are the shared dynamic pairs. Correct. Right, so if right. it's a change, it'll be the problem solution. If it's steadfast, it'll be the symptom response. Right, um, and the but it won't. But uh, success and failure doesn't change that, huh? He's asking about the yeah, well, yeah. That's what it does change is the crucial element. Success and failure. Change. So yeah, in this because it's a failure, he's on actuality because he knows what really happened, and and Cindy Williams is perception. So he actually knows, which it fits the same stuff you were saying for interdiction. He actually knows what goes on at the end. Instead, he's just like, yeah, buries himself under the, the covers. Perception continues. He gets killed, and then he's just stuck with that. Right. And he's not in a position anymore, really. I mean, he he <laughs> could. He could still spoil it, except that he's got too much self-interest, and, well, and he's too weak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he could. Although at that point, all of his leverage and his evidence is all gone. Remember, evidence is the thing that would undermine right. him, his uh, unique ability. And his lack of evidence would um, undermine his ability to 
have it end up as a success story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that that. But even, even after the murder, if he had at that point interdicted, it would still be a failure story, right? No. Because not necessarily because it could have stopped the coup from happening. She could have gone to jail. Like I said, that would have been one where, okay, his boss, the boss knew there was something wrong and was trying to stop it or suspected there was something wrong. And as his proxy, he's able to stop it and the bad guys actually go to jail. Okay. That would be what success looked like if they committed the murder, but then they got caught for it, as opposed to getting away with it. Right, okay. Now, if we look at our overall story, we've got... um, it's an activities domain uh, with a concern of understanding because everybody's trying to figure out, okay, so what's going on here? I mean, the whole story. Not only, you know, what is what is the conversation? What's behind the conversation? What does it mean? Who are the? What are they talking about? And uh, ultimately, for the the person who hired um, the main character as, as the Top record, you know, audio specialist, surveillance specialist, um, never quite gets the understanding necessary to prevent the coup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, senses, I, I, that's you know, I think you see that's one of the reasons he you th- see things that are important, like when he sees, he goes and he actually sees the two people that are in the conversation that are in the building mm-hmm. um, and you know do they see me and ultimately at the end you know she looks right at him and you know there's there's she clearly knows who he is I mean he's the one who made that possible for her but she just is like you know right doesn't register it at all um, which is you know, but it's important that you know he saw her because it's sort of like, okay, you know, I've seen the whole the fruit of my labor and my worst nightmares. You know, my nightmare turned even to something worse. You know, I was thought, you know, I thought I was going to be a knight in shining armor, and it turned out, you know, I saved the dragon and killed the princess or prince or king or whatever. Um, we have the, the problem of perception. Again, the perception is that this conversation is about a couple at risk, and it's, the reality is that it's really them planning a murder, a, a coup. And, and uh, the focus on self-aware is interesting. Okay, so you have self-aware and aware. Surveillance, like everyone's. Yeah, I'm just trying to think how self-aware fits that being a an apparent problem. <laughs> well, uh, well, overall story. Well, well, so, well, well, of course, um, the director is only concerned about him and his wife, and not like, the bigger picture. He's not aware of the bigger picture. I, 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 you could make that. I didn't see that. You could make that. I suppose. I mean, it's fit, it's consistent, but I don't see that in the story. Okay. Um, 
I mean, I can clearly see instances of, of aware, aware, and awareness is an issue. I'm, well, awareness here is supposed to be the solution, essentially. The, I can, I can see the apparent solution. I can yeah. see where John Cazale's character is like, well, yeah. what about me? I'm not moving up. I'm not, you know, you're not doing what you said you were going to do for me. Stand the helper. Yeah, stand. Yeah. Um, trying to think where else is that. I mean, I think you see a lot of that with Bernie and the, the guys, you know, the people in the... Um, you see how uh, our main character as a, you know, the number one guy, he's really aware of his reputation and people want to glom onto it, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, oh, you know, that he sort of pushes them... He sees it as being a problem because they want to, they want something from him, and so he just treats them, keeps them at a at a, at a distance. Looking at not a, not as main character, but as the, you know, the number one um, surveillance audio professional. Well, and perhaps flip it, they see his self awareness of his being number one as a problem, uh, because he says, "I don't need anyone, and they all want him." No, that's works. That's nice. Well, that works. I don't think it's so much self-conscious in the beginning because, like, you have the um, surveillance crew with the guy with hearing aid, where she's, you know, where he notices that he gets seen when she looks at him, and then. But well, she. And then also she knows she's being recorded. Yeah. Uh, uh, can you? Could, could you? Could you bring up the definition of self-aware? So, you know, see what some of the synonyms, the synonyms are, because. Um, Sometimes you look at it and go, oh yeah, okay, there's there's a different way to think about oh, that. Oh, sorry, I turned off the, oh, well, the flyover you help. Well, you can do the dictionary real quick? No, I just turned off the gist. That's just oh. the flyover help, because it was really annoying me. Oh. Um, do that. You can just go to the character um, of, of the story form and it'll pop up. No, all I have to do is fly. I have to do is fly over it. That's yeah. what, but I turned it off. So. Okay. So being consider- being conscious of one's own existence is self-aware, and aware is being is con- being conscious of things outside oneself. Go back to self-aware. I was just trying to look at the synonyms on that one. Uh, oh, definitely see it. Okay. I don't think it has the synonyms. So synonyms. <laughs> synonyms. <laughs> yeah, synonyms at the bottom. Under the long definition. Oh. If you scroll the line over. So being conscious of one's own existence. Self-appreciating and aware that they're going to be doing a chair. And that's trying to make it apparent, isn't it? Self-conscious. Self-conscious, conscious of one's existence, self-perceiving, self-appreciating, self-cognizant. Yeah, everything that my experiences or observes is couched in terms of her her own point of view or his own point of view. You may not be able to understand some things that happen over change and will all in fact happen, but well, well. Uh, I can, you yeah, know, that, well, from a main character point of view, yeah. But if, but if you think of the think of the, you know, the expert sound sound guy, you know, he does sort of look at the world, the sound world from I am it, you know, and how does it relate to me? And and a lot of people do. Well, a lot of everybody around him seems to have a real problem with him, 
for that reason. Which is why Bernie is constantly pointing it out and really trying to irritate him. Mm-hmm. I, I, for aware, I, I feel like I'm trying to look for self-aware in the in the first act. You know, in the I, the only thing is she's so the opposite. She's so aware of the guy on the bench. I feel so bad for that guy. I don't see. I I I don't think that the conversation. You may maybe as it goes on when they're replaying, playing it. Uh-huh. Um, but I think okay. So in the first act where they're record, they're essentially putting together the tape. Yeah. Certainly the fact that. Um, uh, Stan, and isn't that when he's singing or doing all sorts of really annoying things, and and uh, just doesn't seem to be. You know, self-aware. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he's disrupting Harry. Right, Harry's trying to concentrate. It's like, no, it's like, you know, be aware there are other people in the room, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I think that's that's kind of a, an instance where some one of the characters is just sort of into themselves and annoying other people. And it's like, okay, there are other people here. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. As as. Just, as the, an example of conflict and, and whether or not this would be considered a conflict. Um, so you have the two girls who come up to the band window and they're very self-aware. Um, and, and the response is awareness from Stan by clicking away their pictures. Um, but there's no real conflict there, but we feel it. Or violation. Harry doesn't. It's the same kind of problem with Harry. It's like stop. Well, that's that's the problem is that he's actually in his own world, you know, kind of taking pictures. Like, put that aside. You got to be aware of what's going on around you. You got to be aware of what what you're doing your job. So I mean, that's what Harry is saying is that you yeah. know. And was yeah, also I, the couple. Sorry, the, the the two of them when making their conversation come off as. Is as a unit that isn't aware of anything else around them right. until it's like, hey, uh, react like I told you a joke, and then they laugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, that seems very aware. They they are acting in a way that they know they're being recorded, so that is very aware. They're putting on a show, right? Are very self-aware. They're aware of themselves. They're self-aware. Yeah, they're, they're very self-aware yeah. because they're putting on the show. So well, they know that they. They can be. They could be recorded. They know that they're that they're have been under surveillance, so they need to go. That's why they're where they are. Right. Supposedly. If they if they were more aware, they would know like more details about the. Well, but they do. They, they don't. They, they don't know. present that in this in that part of the story. No, I guess they don't know. They just know someone yeah. is surveilling them. Right. They don't know anything about yeah. the actual surveillance. Right. right. Not yet, because remember, it's Dad that hired them. Uh, so sorry, they, husband. Husband, husband not dad. That's why they, they know they're being recorded. That's why they say hotel at three. Right. 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 But they're acting like they don't. They're so acting they have like they to, don't, but they are, in fact, very, very aware. Yeah. Because they have to put on this perfect show, right? Yeah. Right. So they're trying to balance between, you know, being too, about, about don't be too self-aware because we have an audience. Yeah. 
but they have to be enough acting like they're so into what they're doing so that they're convincing that they don't look like, oh, we know that there's someone else out there. But also, but then look at, I mean, again, go past that first part into the rest of the story. You know, you've got Harry always seems to be very self-aware, and when um, Harrison Ford's character, like, is sort of like, in, wants to grab that, the you know, sort of a little too ang- anxious to get a hold of that recording, that sort of triggers Harry's, uh, wait, you know, um, I'm supposed to give this directly, you know, so like, there's, he, he, he picks up on that, that, it's okay, so let me just think, I'm trying to find also where, because Harry, because that guy has a, because he has a, an agenda, so his own agenda that he's trying to follow. Harry, so I'm trying to think of just how aware reduces the conflict in the OS, and it's, that Harrison, what's his name, Stett? Martin Stett. Martin Stett's actions make um, Harry Call aware of a bigger picture. So in order to not let that potentially bad thing play out, he snatches back the tapes. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, let's look at some of the other... Yeah, I, I'm, but, I, but self-aware, see, the problem is self-aware just seems... Just on the face of it, it seems so subjective. It's hard to, it's hard not to think of the main characters. But you know, especially when you see him in church and going to confession, you know, there's. Think of it as self-interested then. Hmm? Self-interested. Self-interested. Okay. Self-centered. You know, things, those kinds of things. Self, you know, we self-interest is up at the thematic level, but this self-aware is kind of like self-centered. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're thinking about yourself. Like, clearly, the assistant seems to be thinking about him, some agenda that he's got, mm-hmm. which is what triggers alarm bells in Harry when he's going to hand over the, the tape. Mm-hmm. Well, but, it is interesting that that Smee Williams character on the tape, you know, she's pretending to be very concerned about the homeless. She says, you know, I, uh, you know, she, she puts on a show of awareness. It's like, I, I, you know, I think about who is that guy's mother and sister and uncle and cousin. You know, and so she's putting on a show of awareness. So if right. she's one of the players here. Uh, I guess that the, the self-interest that that she's real, that her real agenda is being countered by a show of I'm I look how I'm aware of the world. I'm aware of you know the neediness of other people. Um, so I, okay. Yeah, but so the same way that when when uh, Harry's counting the money. You know, that's a self-aware moment that the the husband goes, can you count that outside? He's clearly really upset, and here's this guy, like, counting in money. He's like, uh, you know, someplace else. So the thing you're saying, too, about Bernie is that Harris, uh, Harry Call is very self-aware that he's the best. So Bernie is making him aware of the murders that happen after it. Making everyone aware. To bring him down. Yeah. And that's... How is that reducing conflict in the story, is my question? Well, because it's it's taking him... It's making his position less. Right. And so he's he's not the hot shot. And other people don't... Well, think of him as quite the hot shot. Mm-hmm. And that's why he doesn't just, doesn't just mention it, but he... 
spells out all the gory details. Right. And then, then, and it's sort of too late that Harry pretends, feigns, you know, I mean, he's basically, I'm all self, I'm all self-interested. You know, I'm, I didn't, I didn't matter, it's just a job. It's like, oh, that was really not the right answer, you know? Because he was, he was being, you know, sort of that, it's all about me when it's like, no, you really did that. Everybody around you is not thinking that right now. Right. Okay. Two, uh, two more points. But First it was all, it was self-defense because he really does feel something about it. Yeah. Um, well, also thinking about the Robert Duvall character, the husband. You know, he is very self-involved in his angst about his his wife, and so he is making moves to to bring awareness of what's really. You know, he hires a guy for the sake of and and, and trying to get the tapes for the sake of having more awareness. But I also just noticed that. Self-aware is under the uh, influence character um, through line. That's where the subjective side of it right. must play. Because there is a lot. It, there's. It's very subjective. It's very in the emotional realm. Right, and that's why I think where we have the the parts of the recording you're talk you were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. how it affects Harry mm-hmm. and her singing, and and it seems to be very, you know, not unaware of how she would. She's singing because she's happy or whatever. It just uh, it, that sort of careless, carefree aspect of it. Um, she's not singing for someone. She's sort of singing for herself. It seems like that has an influence on Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, Problems, desires, solution, ability, unique ability of suspicion I, uh, for the overall for the main character, uh, the, obst- the influence character. We just said. Uh, fixed attitude. Again, I think she becomes the fixation, his fixation. Um, memory, and you certainly see essentially the tape becomes almost like the recording is a memory. It becomes almost like memory. Because mm-hmm. he even re- he can even recite by the end. He starts reciting some of the stuff before it happens. Um, and you know the problem of desire. Because it also you know kicks up the memories of the, of the you know his past. I mean. Right. Right. It's, it's, he's associating it with. Uh, 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 absolutely. Another word. Right. Uh, issue of evidence again. The whole recording of her. You know is. Evidence, and it's and it seems to be evidence of something that's going to happen to her. Um. Which is, of course, not really what it is, but that's over the misinterpretation and the overall story and in the main character. So both. Well, something did happen to her. She became a widow. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, right, but the evidence isn't what it appears to be, but it exists. And then um, the fact that it exists is, you know. He's it, it influences him. You know, he plays it over and over and over. Or then, you know, early later on, he's playing it. He falls asleep to it. But you know, he's he's doing it for his work. And then he gets really sort of upset when Stan starts just playing it. Like, what are you doing? You know, he's and he says that's private. Remember his reaction to that is that that's that's private. Mm-hmm. And I think he means it more like. It's almost like it's a private conversation, personal, yeah, personal 
Yeah, it says it's personal, not private. The name? I don't remember. I think it says it's personal. No. Oh, but it seems like he means it's personal. Yeah, he probably said private. Um, Plus, the influence that she has, is, my recollection of evidence, includes a definition of categorization. So she has an influence of how he's categorizing the facts he's finding, and he's miscategorizing them, and that leads his search astray for quite a while. And that's her impact on him. Right. And I think you see that, well, it, plus the fact that it's, it's, it's exacerbated by the suspicion you know that that she's in she's in trouble. You know she's she's going to be a murder victim. That's what has why she has this profound effect on him. That's going to be this repeat from you know history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and or you could vice versa. You say it's actually no. I think that's what it is. It's not a lack of suspicion. It's. He, he has real strong suspicion that this he's, he's witnessing something that is a precursor to uh, I think murder. that's her focus of self-aware is that he, can, he can't deny that he was responsible for these other murders mm-hmm. right that's what the self-aware thing is but I can't quite see how what the obstacle character's direction of awareness is at this point because it's not like I'm going to make her aware that she's a victim, which is what would be my natural thing to say. That's not what he does. Yeah, I'm not sure. And of course, critical flaw prediction. Huh. <laughs> so that's. Wait, so what that's, would what would undermine her is there was a, a sense of that she's actually involved or predicted that she's behind it mm-hmm. as opposed to she's going to be the suspicion that she's going to be the the uh, victim and you know subconscious as a benchmark is great there mm-hmm. I mean even the fact that ultimately starts going into his you know fantasies and his, well, his dreams and, and, yeah. and the fear you know it says you know uh, I don't fear death, I fear murder. Um, right. So. And it's her murder, not him personally. Mm-hmm. So that's why it has that influence on him. So I have another offshoot question that came up, but it's, it's not exactly with this story form. Um, it was, if, if he was steadfast and I was looking for a change in Anne, would it be a sufficient change if the change was seen from the main character's eyes, so that he looked at her first as a subject, and then as a victim, and then as a perpetrator. Or do I actually no. need her to? I need her to change herself. In their, in, no, in her no. By definition, it's a different perspective. So what he he, if he's looking at the world differently, then he's changed. If she she would if he's looking at the world the same way, then she actually has to change. Okay. And effectively, the easiest way to think of it is that she will adopt his perspective. Like we're talking about in the relationship, the watcher and the watched. Well, you know, he becomes the watched. You know, um, and he sees himself as the watched, as opposed to being the watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and watchers are, in this case, are more 
doers and watched are more fears. They're the object, the subject, as opposed to the or whatever the object. It just seems like they don't. The, the sub, subject of the being watched doesn't have much control. Not like it, like like the observer does. Um, and then the relationship through line, we have that being in psychology or manipulation, um, which I think best is described as obsession, <laughs> as opposed to you know not not the she's a, I'm fixate she is a fixation, but obsession being you know like kind of a a really unhealthy relationship between this fixation and me, you know, there's, there's this obsession built, um, and about conceptualizing, which would be, so I have a quick question, so, um, the psychology is supposed to be, like, more of a process, so we should be seeing a building obsession, or a diminishing obsession? Yes, and okay. I think it's definitely a building one. Right, okay. His, his connection to reality with particularly with regards to her and that tape and then you know are completely to the point where at, right until he actually gets the the actual sees the blood he can't tell reality from from fiction right you know from his imagination at that point conceptualizing because he keeps on imagining what's happening or what's going to happen to her what this is about you know, he's trying to build a model of how his role in her, this woman, and what is his relationship, and and how has he affected her, and is he responsible for, going to be responsible for her murder, and then is, you know, what does that murder mean, and where does that put him, and can I stop it, and, you know, and, and then when it... And that wouldn't be uh, conceiving an idea of, of uh, his... his Art in, in no, because he already has the idea about that there's that there's going to be there's something wrong. Okay. It's you know, and again, remember he says he has the idea that there's a murder that there's that there, there's a murder that's so he's worried that there's going to be a murder and that she's going to be murdered. Okay. Well, she'll be involved, but he sees her as the victim, and that. Moles over and over, and he said, you know, literally the, the. What that means gets developed into greater and greater detail and specificity as it gets closer and closer to the time. Um, and then when he sees the bloody handprint on the on the the glass, you know, he totally freaks out. <laughs> Um, and rather than doing something about it, which he would have most likely early in the story, he buries his head, and then he still goes and to check to make sure, because, you know, maybe it was all imagination, etc., and it's all clear, clean, there's nothing, no evidence, until he then finds the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, which he needed to do because he wasn't quite far gone enough, you know, to push him over. He needed. He actually needed that understanding that it really did happen. Yeah, the inhibitor of senses. Um, 
So the catalyst of circumstances, I think, comes from the fact that he is uh, sort of the right place at the right time. You know, he has access to this information that is, but he's, but the senses, I think, is that it's limited to just audio and this, and this brief, you know, video that he has, but it's, he just has audio of her. He saw her a little bit when he was walking around, but for the most part, his, enti- his entire spectrum of awareness of her is comes from seeing her twice, but listening to her over and over and over again. Are and the that, circumstances that he, he could be responsible for her murder? Yeah. And that's feeling... Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah. I think one of the things that's so hard for me with this whole thing is they're all reflected just through him. Well, it's because the movie, he's the protagonist and he's the main character. So the, well, not only that, he's also, he's basically, because she's just a fixation, all of this other stuff plays out in his head. Yeah. So it's like, because when I would see him, I would just see a guy who's stuck, when we talk about things that are just stuck and moving. Mm-hmm. And even the obsession was a very sort of stuck thing. Even though I, I understand you're saying, like, it, it does develop, like, it changes, but to me it was just like, a deepening, stuck thing. Right, because it's told primarily from the main character's perspective. Yeah. What's his... Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, That's the problem, is that the story is emphasizes the main character not only because they have very few characters in it, and they, but they emphasize his, and then everything else is sort of, without having a physical influence character, it's sort of a projection. But we, we, but we see, they do visualize it, and, or, and through the sound and his reactions to the sound, you see the, the effect it has on him. Yeah. So it's there, it's just we're looking at him for all of this. Yeah. So it does feel very claustrophobic. And that leads one unanswered question. The limit. Well, let's look at some signposts. Well, the signposts won't predict. No, they won't. No, the limit is pretty much is can go either way. Let's look at the PSR. (laughs) 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 That it would affect. (laughs) What? PSR. All right. I think it's got. Well, sure. But I think it's got. I think it's supposed to be an option lock because the story isn't over at the murder, but it is. It is over. Remember, it's over when she takes over. That's when the story is over, and the murder is like the turning point between the third and fourth act. Mm-hmm. So. That's why it can't really can't be the limit because there's a whole but there's still part of the story that needs to be finished. Yeah, and if you think about how okay, from the antagonist's point of view, how many people do we need to get rid of to get you know to get away with this? And and they need to you know besides killing off the director, they need to dispose of the surveillance man, and they do that by freaking him out. Right, by, by silencing him. Yeah. That's all they need to do is silence the sound, the sound guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
the other reason I wouldn't say it's a time lock is they really don't. They don't emphasize the... Well, they do mention it, but you don't know when that's going to be. That's, that's why it's not a time lock. It's kind of like you don't know what day this is in relationship to the, death, the, the limit. Because they would tell you, okay, you need to, as for a limit to work, you need the audience needs to know how far along are we toward that limit, and we are we're given a a deadline, but it's not a time lock. So the deadline is when this event is going to happen, but it doesn't. We don't know where we are, except. At the beginning, I think we know we're a week away, isn't it? Or is this not We don't even know that. No, because they're at lunch, so it has to be less than a week. Next, right, it's, it's, it's Sunday, so I, it's got to be... I think I figured it out as Wednesday. The only thing that throws it off a little bit is, is the, the confession. Um, because at that time, most confessions were on Saturday, but for that to work, this, that confession would have to be on a Friday, because he goes to confession before they have the seminar. And he's talking at the seminar. Uh, well, actually, you have to work back. I think the, the seminar is on a Friday, so because he. he anyway, as the yeah, point is, you is that it backwards. right? But that's not how it works from a story point of view. Story point of view, you need to keep the audience aware of it. Not that the, it's it's not like a, a watch where they can go back or calendar and then go back and count the dates. It's there to to make sure the under, the audience understands. When is it going to come? Right. And, you know, and the whole point is, is that one of the things that happened, one, one of the things that we find out is that she doesn't get killed when whatever happens, happens. So there was obviously, uh, there's another option that we didn't, we weren't aware of, but that was there. And that's who was it who would, did, and then clarification as to what what, so, so what are the options that we see being eliminated along the way, um, or the phases we go through, that we're aware of as an audience, so we see that it is the end is coming. Okay, the there is. Okay, the first, the first one is. Can I ask a question for you? Yeah. Are options only along the way toward the success? No. No. Okay, it's just that, just a story. Right, it's just on the way to the it's uh, on the way to the end. climax, not at the end to the climax. The climax, climax right. beginning. Right. Okay. So essentially, it, there's we have to first put all the first option is we've we've got all the raw data, so now we have to put it together in a form that we can present to the client, and then. Um, that doesn't happen, and then we find out, oh, it's not actually all there yet, and they can be cl- there's still areas that can be cleaned up, and it's cleaned up, and that reveals this other thing. Then you then it's like, okay, eventually we have to present it to the actual client, and then the um, and get the money, and then remember, it's it's not about the job, it's about what the client wanted. So the client wanted the surveillance tape, and he, he first time was trying to deliver it, he wasn't there. Second time, um, it was stolen, so that they got it, and so then he had to go get, get, go get paid, and then the fallout from the, the 
the actual tape is what brings it to a climax, but then we find out what happens is in that the next is that everything that happens after that. So I think it's kind of a it's it's not very clear either way. I don't think it's I don't think it's strong either way. Right. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I do think if it was a, if it was supposed to be a time lock, it was very poorly. It was the deadline was clear, the lock was not. The time was clear, but the lock was not. On time time locks, um, does the time accelerate as it gets closer and closer to the deadline? No. What what happens is is that time no time doesn't accelerate. Well, I know that. But what happens is. No, but what happens is it feels like your options are running out. With an option lock, it feels like your time is running out. And I think it felt more like his time was running out than, than the options were running out. It's just one of those things. One of them's fixed, so the other one is the only one that could be a variable, and that's the one that's not the limit. The, the way we usually talk about it is like, you've got a, you've got a mansion with 100 rooms. An option lock would be um, you can look at 50 of them and then you have to solve the, the murder. Okay, so you go through, it feels like you got as much, and spend as much time in those you want. Well, you get halfway through and suddenly it feels like, oh crap, you know, okay, and then you get, there's only 10 left, now it feels like I, I'm running out of time because I only have, it's weird, just, I, only, I'm, I only have 10 left, but I feel like I'm running out of time to do it. And if you've said, okay, you've got 100 rooms, but you've got an hour to go to, to find out where they, to solve the mystery, so you run around room by room, but as you go through more and more rooms, it feels like you're running out of time. It's just... Well, it's, no, but, but the option option is also a race. That's a space. Yeah, the mm -hmm. space lock. Yeah, yeah. So, so usually the reason you feel the time pressure is because the other side, your competitor or whoever you're in a race with, is also closing in. Well, and so you're feeling more and more time. Pressure but even if you don't, it. even if it's not a race, it still has the same feeling. Uh, and it, what's when are we doing it? Midnight run. Midnight run. Yeah. Not, not, no, yeah, well, midnight run. I think is well. The run will be is in November. That's run is if, yeah, no, he's got to yeah. get him to yeah, LA New York to LA by a certain, certain time. Certain time, and they keep clock fucking with Right, so it's got a space, but it's really a time limit. Right. I mean, they'll, what they, they do that a lot. You know, there's the there's 16 blocks, mm -hmm. which sounds like it's a time, like it's an option lock, it's really a time lock. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another one that I just saw a movie. Came, there was just a trailer for same thing. It sounds like the title is an option lock, but it's really a time lock. You know, female audiences don't tend to like time lock stories, so give it an option lock name, and it's like, oh, they'll never know. So, so is a biological clock then an option lock? I don't know. What is the limit? There's no limit on it. See, that's the thing is... Well, it's eggs, right? No, no, it's four no. seasons of the moon. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I think that there are a lot of... 
yeah. factors. But if you said you only had you only have four eggs, okay, well that's different than if you say you've got to have the baby by forty. But whatever you as an author. Yeah. It's how you tell the story. All contextual. Again, there's a difference between a deadline and a lock. So you can have a time limit and you can have a space limit, but it's, if you put it in a story, the limit means it's a lock, by being a lock means when that is hit, the story hits a climax. You can still have deadlines in the story and you can still have limited options, but if they don't affect when the story is over, they're just deadlines and <coughs> option limits. So, yeah. is, there, is there a dramatic definition of climax? It's, it's basically when the four through lines collide toward the end, generally, to the end, that bring about the final resolution of the story. So it's the beginning of the process of resolving the story. It's not after it's already been done. It's like the trigger. The limit is the brings the trigger. Um, or, all right, this will change the, the rating on this podcast, but it's the shit or get off the pot moment. Because everything, you've exhausted everything, which brings this moment where, okay, you know, are you gonna change or not? Are you, is this gonna work out or not? And, and you can extend that moment, like, oh, what was the movie I just saw where they basically, the oh, uh, the Mission Impossible movie, where they, the whole last half hour of the movie is just sort of one big race, and it's just sort of, it take that limp, that, that lock and just, that, you know, that, that climax and spread it out over time. It's still only one event, from a story point of view, that has a lot of different components, but it's just one event, but it takes forever for it to play out. I mean, it's exciting, it's got a lot of cool stuff in it, but it, re but it resolves all four through lines, you know, within that time, but it could also have done it in a moment. That's why, you know, trying to say, is it going to be, you know, where does it happen? Well, it depends on how you, how you tell it. But it's it's the thing that triggers the climax. It isn't the climax itself. The limit is what triggers the climax. Um, now the one other, the only other one I want to talk about is the consequence, which is conceptualizing. So anybody have a good? Yes. I, it's a coup to take over the company. So. Put that in terms of conceptualizing. Um, the plan work. Plan to plan. Plan work to get the guy out. Right. Well, so, not just get the guy out, but to take over the company. Fine. I mean, she got she got part of the That's part fine, of but that was the, yeah. the plan, which yeah. is the concept. You know, it's developing a plan. The plan is successful. Yeah, and so if you don't, if you, you don't understand what's going on then the plan will be successful. So that brings up another question. Um, conceptualizing as a word or developing tends to indicate a, a, a process. 
Um, but when we're using it as a consequence, or when we use a word like that with a goal, we're actually ta talking about a state that hasn't no. been achieved. No. Okay. Because you're saying the plan worked. Right. It could be a, it could be a state or a process. It depends on how you want to just every single one of these can be states or process. Obtaining could be an object, or it could be I'm getting lots of money. That's that's also obtaining. Or I won a million dollars. Those both are obtaining. So you can look at each one of pretty much everything in here as a state or a process. In, in all story point positions. In every single structural item. There's a bias toward some levels being like the plot-like ones are more process-ish, although memory could just be memorizing or remembering, then it's a process, as opposed to memory, which seems to be more of an object. I mean, every single one of them can be either one. So the fact that I use that, or their planning is successful. You know, and they continue, their plan continues. You know, we don't, we don't know, because it really, we didn't know what their plan was in explicitly, but from what we can see, it looks like they had a plan in place, or it, and it's beginning to plan, pan, pay out, if it's a, just the beginning of something. So, sure. And that was a great, that was a really good question. It's just, try not to take a narrow definition of things in Dramatica, really try to take the broad definition. The labels tend to always make it smaller than what it really is. So? I was going to ask about the forewarnings of the future, um, but... But? Uh, and then I realized my question was not good. But <laughs> now I'm going to say that I think future is in all the, the how is the progress of the technology. We keep seeing more and more good technology, which is why he gets recorded and why he's screwed at the end. Yeah, that works really well. That and also with her, the future of the, well, as, as the, as the forewarnings, right. Yeah, yeah the constant improvements the and, constant. He, and him becoming more of a Seemingly a relic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an ex excellent observation. Yeah, he regards it all as junk. What's that? He said he regards it all as junk, but he's right. But it, yeah, it bites him in the end, right? Okay. Any other questions before we close up shop? Great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank All right. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.